right, everyone. Welcome back. Today is January 6th, 2021, and we are back. So a little context. Um, We were going to post regularly, um, but I suffered a work injury and lost the ability to speak due to vocal cord damage. So we were physically unable to record um, since we don't have a camera or a text-to-speech generator that's that good. So we're back now. Um, we have missed a lot. Yeah. Like a lot of sports. And we're going to get all into it today. Um, so first up, we got the NFL. Because we have, let, let's face it, we have to talk about it. So, okay. and Mike's a Giants fan, in case you guys forget. Um, so, and we're going to have to start off with the Eagles. Because it's, it's, it's hot. Everyone's. Everyone's talking about it. Obviously, there are a lot of real-world issues we're facing right now, so it's quieted down. But we have to talk about the Eagles and what they did and throwing the game against Washington the way they did. Okay. A, if there was never a reason to hate Philadelphia even more, we have found the reason. (laughs) It is to the point where I hope the Mets absolutely destroy the Phillies in every game possible just because I hate Philadelphia. No offense if you live in Philadelphia and you're listening to this, but I hate your sports teams. Anyway, I'm just going to go to the point of the whole tanking thing. A, the NFL should be – am I allowed to curse? Uh, if you want to. They should be pissed off just because of the fact it is the last Sunday night football game of the season. Well, the regular season, I should say, because there's going to be a playoff one. Mm-hmm. Of the regular season, there is a division on the line, and you send out an Eagles team where I don't care. Somebody, Some people will say, oh, Jalen Hurts was playing bad. If you th- what was what was the backup's name? Nate what? Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, if you thought he was gonna give you a better chance to win than Jalen Hurts, don't talk. Cause there's no shot in hell. So just the fact you combine all that, and plus I get people say, Oh, if your team's not that great, you should tank. But there is a difference in tanking in the NFL than in like basketball or baseball. Because in the NFL, there's only 16 games in a season and what, like 17 games a year because of first or last week's always in January. Right. So you're going through a whole year as a fan base of watching incompetent games where you have no hope at all besides hoping that another team doesn't stink as bad as you. So you get a high draft pick. When in like basketball, granted, you still stink. But there's at least, what, 20 games a year most likely where you're going to win something? and you're going to have enjoyment. Plus, with the fact when you tank in basketball, you know what? You're still not guaranteed a pick because it's still a lottery ball. There's still odds here. So just the tanking in football, I've always hated. But just you combine that with the fact that you deliberately do it on a Sunday night football game when there's a division on the line, it just makes my blood boil. And, we, I mean, let's be honest here. All the Eagles fans are going to say all they want. Oh, Giants fans are being losers and blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't be complaining. You only won six games. You shouldn't win a division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, say, let's reverse the roles here. If the Eagles were in the Giants position and the Giants were playing, let's say, the Cowboys for, and the Cowboys can win the division and the Giants just send out Colt McCoy to start instead of Daniel Jones, what are you going to say? You're going to complain, too. So just the fact that the Eagles fans are on their high horse and complaining, it drives me nuts. And, you know, yeah. All right. So to counter this from, I guess, from an outside standpoint, because obviously you're a Giants fan and 
that anger is still there. Oh, it's there. It's very much there. <laughs> it's still very much there. Um, <sighs> you have to remember, there's a lot of teams who tank. And it's not like we went into this game not knowing that the Eagles weren't going to tank. Because we already knew. Because before the game was even played, days before, we knew, A, that Nate Sudfeld was going to come in at some point. Miles Sanders was benched. Fletcher Cox was benched. Almost all of the Eagles starters were benched. We knew this game was a playoff, like a preseason game to them. And they had even said, Nate Sudfeld will come in. We will uh-huh. give him a chance. And so we knew this was coming. And realistically, when a team has nothing to play for, mm-hmm. why risk your star players? Like, what happens if Jalen Hurts tears his ACL trying to win a game for the <sighs> That, that means nothing to the Eagles. And and I know it's a different scenario, and I get it. And I get that it, the way they did it at the time they did it with the national spotlight looks bad. I'm not going to deny that. It's Bush League. It doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. But we can't act all high and mighty because if you want to use the same gla- same lenses, if like I get there's a division on the line, but a lot of teams for a lot of years on the week 17, if they have nothing to play for, rest mm-hmm. their starters and don't give them a, a damn whether they win or not. It's fair. So, I mean, again, I can understand being mad at the Eagles for what they did and how obvious they did it. Mm-hmm. But I think their punishment of the amount of loss and anger in that locker room that they just inflicted, because you could tell, by the way, Zach, or it's Jason, Kelsey, Carson Wentz, other players, players had to be held back, allegedly, from Doug Peterson when he pulled Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts was livid. He was on the sideline saying, this isn't right. Uh-huh. I think they're do- doomed um, for punishment without the league having to. And I mean, if they find Doug Peterson, they find Doug Peterson. I also don't think this is Doug Peterson's fault. Cause How is this his fault? Because I don't think he made the decision. To do it because there was talks in Philly. Oh no, that... there's no no. Because well, let's think about this. If this was purely Doug Peterson's decision, mm-hmm. most like if the GM and the owner didn't want him to tank, he'd yeah. be fired today. I think that <laughs> Doug Peterson was instructed by some higher ups because there's always been questioned what who has the power on that team. I think, and I think this was not Doug E.P.'s call. Maybe he agreed with it, but I don't think he was the only one in on this. But and the I, I bottom, he should have communicated bo- it better. But the bottom line is, at the end of the day, it is his decision. I highly, because I mean, what's the what would be the difference? Do we know what the difference would be if they won compared to the loss in terms of draft pick wise? Yes, um, they would. It's uh, if they because they lost, they have the sixth overall pick. If they mm-hmm. would have won, they would have had the ninth overall pick. All right, so you're talking about a three-pick difference. All right. But just the fact, if you're in the front office and you're really risking to alienate your entire team for a three-pick difference, which I'm sorry to say, people, anyway you slice it, the NFL draft is a crapshoot. You don't know what you're picking. You kind of know what you're picking based on what they do in college, but you don't know how that's going to translate into the National Football League. So a difference of three picks to save your entire organization at this point from toxicity is crazy to me. No, I'm not agreeing with the decision. I'm just saying that we shouldn't act all high and mighty about it. I don't agree with it. I think it's dumb. I don't think they're getting 
one pick ain't changing that franchise. There's a lot wrong over there. Yeah, and you know what's one of them? The head freaking coach. Oh, I agree. The GM, the head coach, and they decided to deal with Jim Schwartz, who was probably the best thing Philly had going for it. Probably, yeah. Because, I mean, no offense to Jalen Hurts. That offense never looked that great this year. Well, so. that's not Jalen Hurts' fault. They're playing with, like, eighth-string wide receivers. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I, mm, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. Listen, like I said, if the shoe's on the other foot and a team was – the division's on the line and you just need a team to win, you'd be mad too. So I don't want to hear everybody calling Giants fans crybabies because, like I said, you're in that position, you're going to be mad too. I'm sorry to say it. No, and I will agree with that. If it was my team, I would be livid here too. I mean, I guess this transitions well since we're talking about the Eagles. Um, They screwed themselves with the quarterbacks um, (laughs) because we don't know if Carson Wentz is going to demand the trade. It looks like he does. Yeah. Carson Wentz did say he wants to try to remain in Philly, but realistically, if they think Jalen Hurts is the guy, which I would imagine they do. Um, mm-hmm. which makes the the whole Nate Sudfeld thing even more puzzling. Like, wouldn't you want to see your guy you deem the future of the franchise lead a comeback win in a big game? Wouldn't you want to see that? But anyway, yeah. if Jalen Hurts really is the guy, which you think he is, Carson, they're not paying twenty six million or whatever the, his contract is for a backup. Well, the problem is there's going to be a lot of dead cap if they move him. There is. I mean. Someone's going to either have to take that contract. Well, someone will take that contract. The Chicago Bears took Nick Foles' contract. Someone will take his yeah, contract. But they still, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. And that, well, I want to talk a little bit about some of the quarterbacks that's going to be happening. So, obviously, the Eagles are going to have to dump off Carson Wentz somehow. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there's several teams looking for a quarterback. Uh, Eagles, I mean, I wouldn't say they're looking for a quarterback, but they're looking to get rid of a quarterback. Jaguars, right. I think we can all agree, have Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Um, the Jets are an interesting enigma. They have Sam Darnold, but are they going to draft Justin Fields? There's no way they keep Sam Darnold. For his sake and their sake, they can't keep that man. But that just adds more because it hurts the Eagles more because if Sam Sam Darnold's going to be cheaper than Carson Wentz. Oh, and I would 100% take Sam Darnold over Carson Wentz. Like, not to sound crazy. Sam but... Darnold's played better than Carson Wentz. That's yeah. just a fact. Right. Granny doesn't have the MVP award, but I mean, you know, no, whatever. Yeah. Um, obviously, you have the Bears. I mean, they did say that Mitch Trubisky, and Mitch Trubisky, I'll give credit where credit's due. He's all good. He's been playing really good the past few weeks. He looks really good. Yeah. So they might stick with Mitch. Whatever they got going on seems to be working. Um, obviously, there's rumors that this is it for Philip Rivers. And the Colts are going to be looking for someone. Uh, the Colts are the favorites, from what I've seen, to land Carson Wentz. I would. Mm, you're going to talk about this team next, but I would say Denver gets Carson Wentz. I, I actually agree with that. I actually think he fits better in Denver than in Indy, and I think Indy will actually end up with Sam Darnold. See, I was going to say the Bears get Sam Darnold. And then I'm just going to throw a wild card swerve out here. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys want to pay Dak Prescott? That's a good question because, okay, so do I think they're going to? I I feel I feel like they're probably going to. They're probably going to. If but, I was the Cowboys, I would give him the franchise because it's obvious how much better he is than Andy Dalton. 
Well, yeah, especially after this year, you kind of realize you kind of need him. You need Dak. Dak was throwing the ball. It's not his fault the play calling and the defense was trash. Mm-hmm. He was the passing leader for, like, what, 12 weeks after only playing, like, three? Right. So I feel like that kind of goes with, I would say the Colts are probably either going to, they'd either go big for Dak, or what shot means the Colts get Cam Newton? That's interesting, because that's interesting. And that opens, and the Patriots job too, that's an attractive job for. Now, uh, what I will say with the Patriots is, I feel if the Bears don't get Sam Darnold, I feel like the Pats will be all over him. Mm-hmm. All, but I don't know if the Jets would want to trade him there. I wouldn't have fired the Jets, but I mean, you never know at this point, but. Uh, the quarterbacks are always interesting. Plus, you have the Steelers. They're probably looking for their next guy. Let's be honest. Ben Roethlisberger can't do this much longer. No, he's only got a year or two on him. And Mason Rudolph isn't the answer over there. Man, I remember I was so high on Mason Rudolph when he was drafted. I think a lot of people were interested to see what he would do in college. No, I thought he was going to be a star, though. Oh, a star, really? Now, I'm willingly admitting that was a hot, freezing cold take right there. It's all right. You know what? It's all right. I thought Nathan Peterman was going to end up being something in this league. That's up there with your Raiders prediction from this year. Yeah, it's it's it was. I wasn't alone with the Nathan Peterman thing because he looked good out of pit. And oh, yeah. so good, but that just goes to show you, you never know what you're getting in the NFL draft. Exactly, so you, you never know. You don't, and that's why you know. I mean, you don't even know if Trevor Lawrence is going to be any good, realistically. That's fair. He could be the next Ryan Leaf. You don't know easily. Like Justin Fields might be better. I mean, if you. College football recently, Trevor Lawrence looked mediocre and fields through for six touchdowns after getting his ribs incinerated. Yeah. So, I mean, you never really know. Because if, if Fields goes and – you think if Fields goes mm-hmm. and beats Alabama, you think there's a chance Jacksonville doesn't take Trevor Lawrence? No. You think it's set in stone? Yeah. What are you going to tell that Jacksonville fan base if you don't draft Trevor Lawrence? No, I agree. Uh, th- that would not be received well. Like, they're going to take him no matter what, even if Justin Fields wins the national championship. There's no way they don't take him. And, I, I and do if they don't so. take him, and if you don't take him, I don't want to hear the Jets fans ever say that they have bad luck if they if Trevor Lawrence falls from a number two. What's interesting, I think, is what the Jets are going to do in the draft because I think that's really – because they're in a weird spot because obviously they have Sam Darnold who's – Everyone will admit he's a good quarterback. Not a great one, but a good one. And we haven't seen him with weapons to prove whether he's great or not. Right. But he's 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 got something. Right. Do you stick with Sam Donald and trade that number two back? Do you take a lineman like Peni Sewell? Do you take any – like, what do you do with that pick? Because do you take Justin Fields? Like, what do you – they're in an interesting spot. I feel like at this point they're going to take a quarter. They're going to take Justin Fields. I feel like at this point, I I, I lean to agree with you. Mm. It's just interest. I wouldn't be shocked if they try to trade that pick down. But then, like I said, that goes back to the fan base thing. What do you think Jets fans are going to do if they trade back? But Jets fans wanted Trevor Lawrence. They were they're okay, but that's fair. But you still got a pretty good consolation prize in theory. I, I guess I, I don't know. I feel like the Jets fans don't trust their general manager. Well, I wouldn't say the general manager because he really had one draft and he did okay. But I feel like they just don't trust that team with draft picks anymore. No, I don't. They have no reason to. They have never been good at drafting. 
Because I mean, did, isn't there a stat somewhere that they haven't ha- that their second round pick hasn't been on their roster in like ten years or something? Yeah, it's it's pretty ugly. They're not good at drafting, especially the second round. Clearly, first round, second round, they are not good. A lot of their picks. Looking at you, Geno Smith. What a guy, Geno. Oh Gino's- my god. What a freaking guy. <laughs> Yikes. But so it's interesting to. I'm curious to see what they're gonna do, and it's the same thing with since we're on the draft. Miami at three. Obviously, some people speculated they were going to take a quarterback. That's been shut down. I would love that. would be so funny. That would be wild <laughs> if they did. That's Arizona all over again. I mean, it worked for Arizona, though. Did it? Yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray's good, but... Are you going to say you'd rather have Josh Rosen right now than at least the upside of Kyler Murray? No, I understand that the Cardinals made the, uh, uh, the right decision when they did it. But uh-huh. two is better than Josh Rosen. Oh, yeah, duh. And two is not – people – okay, so, look. The Bills absolutely smacked the Dolphins. I don't know if you're going to go into that. Okay. I, I'm going to bring it up now because uh, it bothers me when I hear people talking about it. And we I don't hear it as much anymore, but it was kind of a reaction and pissed me off. Is this your first rant of this whole podcast? There's going to be a few tonight. Oh, boy. This is so, exciting. <laughs> a lot of people were so quick to call Tua a bust. At the end of this year, based on he got benched twice and looked like garbage or seemingly looked like garbage against Buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. I watched that game and I don't know what game these Dolphins brains were watching. These Dolphins fans. I don't know what game they were watching. Two of them three picks. Right. One of them was literally not even close to his fault. It was the pick six by Josh Norman. Devontae Parker fell on the ground while Tua was throwing it. How is that his fault? That's fair. Um, one of the picks was Tua's fault, and I'll admit it was an ugly throw. It was an ugly overthrow. Ugly overthrow. I did see that highlight, and that was oh, disgusting. Like, I don't, know where that, I don't know where he was going with that, that one. That must have been a – I don't know what he did. I don't know what happened there, but that was an ugly throw. The third pick went out of Matt Collins' hands, but bounced back 10 yards. Safety grab. And that's another thing. Uh, most quarterbacks don't play well when their wide receivers drop the ball eight, what was it, eight times, seven times? It was a lot. And all of them were downfield passes, by the way. And two is still right. through for 350 yards. Uh-huh. And got no help from the defense because the backups came in and toasted our lockdown corners. Toasted him. Uh-huh. David Howard got a pick in the beginning, and Byron Jones got a pick. <laughs> toasted. Bad. They got toasted. The Bills were scoring in three plays almost every drive. Right. So, at the end of the day, how much can you pin on that? On Tua? He's a rookie playing with mm-hmm. no wide receivers. Yes. With an O coordinator who I didn't think was calling the right game for him. And I think a lot of Dolphins fans will agree with that based on the differences in play calling between Tua and Fitz. Because we know Tua can throw down the field. We've seen it. He did it in Arizona. He did it in Kansas City. We've seen him okay. do it. I wouldn't go that far, but okay. We've seen him. We, we've seen his accuracy. He did it in college. It's not like he doesn't got the arm. The That's right. We've seen him. And Chan Gailey, I respect the man. He 
his NFL career was bit, built off of Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick was his quarterback most of his career. In Buffalo, yeah. Okay. Buffalo and the Jets, too. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Ooh, Fitz was quarterback there, too. So that's why we brought him in because, well, Fitz was supposed to be the starter for most of the year. That didn't happen. Two is still, what, six and three as a starter? Yeah. As a rookie and through, like, six, completing 60% of his passes? Are we forgetting this? Two is a bust because of that? I feel like what doesn't help is that how many games did they pull two of for Ryan Fitzpatrick? It was like two or three? It was two. I feel like that doesn't help people's mind because they're not used to seeing their starting quarterback get pulled for the backup. And I feel like once you do that, like that's the one thing I think Brian Flores kind of messed up. You shouldn't pull him for Ryan Fitzpatrick at a point, you know? Well, it helped that um, it helped that Fitzpatrick wasn't available for Buffalo because I think two learned a valuable lesson there. Right. I don't want to see two. I don't want to see Fitz have COVID. I hope I hope he gets better. But it helps Tua, I think, knowing that he had to play that game out regardless of how good it went, how bad it went. And, see, I disagree with the whole Brian Flores made a mistake. I think he did it perfectly because it allowed Tua to see in certain spots when he was feeling flustered, this is how Ryan Fitzpatrick does it. And Fitzpatrick would come back on the sidelines and show him why he was doing things, how he was doing things, teaching him. And because the communication was so good, it didn't waver to his confidence because a lot of quarterbacks need to be babied in this league or they get mad and request trades and yada, yada, yada. Carson Wentz? Literally at Carson Wentz if he does end up requesting a trade. (laughs) Literally at Carson Wentz. So (sighs) that's how I feel on that. Um, It's a lot of coaching options too. Uh, Yeah. I mean, And let's be honest here. Are we going to say the number one spot to Jacks? Um, which honestly, if we're going to be honest here, the Jets aren't that bad of an option. They're not a bad option, but I don't think they're the best option. I think the best option would be the Chargers. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. I forgot the guy. I'm a big Anthony Lund guy, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, well, so if, you're Eric, so wait, if you're Eric B. Enemy, you're going to the, you want to go to the Chargers? I would say so because you have Justin Herbert, who looked great. Uh-huh. Uh, you have a lot of weapons there. Uh, you right. Have- a pretty stable organization when you think about it. I mean, Spanos is a garbage owner, but other than that, you got, you kind of got a defense a little bit. You have a decent amount to work with. You got a Joey Bosa and that's about it. I mean, again, it's in the division, so it might not happen. Uh, I was trying to think about that. I mean, I feel like at this point, the chiefs kind of know he's going to get a job. Oh no. If you're the chiefs, you have to know he's on the way out. But if you're so the I don't, Chiefs, do you even care? Because Patrick Mahomes is probably calling his own plays by this point. Exactly. I mean, once you have Patrick Mahomes, you're not really worried about what the other offenses are doing. Let's be honest here. Yeah, I think I think your offense is set for life with Mahomes out there. Um, At least the next 10 years. Yeah, so I mean, it's really going to come down to – there's a lot of positions open. Um, so we'll definitely that, – that'll come out more. The Anthony Lynn was – firing was needed. A little surprising, but needed. Listen, the one thing that's going to be interesting is, you know, every year after the playoffs, there's always that one playoff team that fires their head coach. I think it could be the Bears. That would be the only thing I could think of. I think it could be the Bears. Um, I mean, I feel like everyone else is kind of set in their job. So. All right. And speaking of 
Playoff teams. Playoffs uh-huh. coming up. It's playoff time. Ah, oh, yes, the Nickelodeon game. Can't wait. Oh, my God. I, I, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Let's start with the AFC. Chiefs at the one seed. Shocking. Right. They're going to play the winner of Bill's Colts. I do not see the Colts standing a chance in this game. I feel like you're kind of discounting the Colts a little bit. I might be discounting the Colts a bit, but I do not. I The Bills, if they played the way they played against Miami. For oh, four, then no one's, I don't even think the Chiefs can beat him at that point. That but. was unbelievable. The Bills, Josh Allen has had a borderline MVP season. I would say who's the MVP, but we'll probably do that later. So well, I mean, not... I mean, I can tell you right now, it's most likely going to be Aaron Rodgers. Can I be honest with you that Derek Henry deserves some love on that, by the way? He does deserve some love on that. He does. I mean, I feel like that was a very quiet 2,000-yard season he kind of put together. It was, but, I mean, you look at the season Aaron Rodgers had, it's just – it's hard it's... for a non-quarterback to win MVP in this league. That's fair. Um, but, I mean, wide receiver didn't win the Heisman. That's all I'm going to say. That so is true. Know. And the Dolphins hopefully take that wide receiver at three for their sake. <laughs> uh, you never know. Um, so, I, th- I think the Bills will pull this one out because it's in Buffalo and there are fans. Right. Um, so next game, this one's interesting. Steelers Browns. Um, by the way, people, free, if you're a sports better out there, the Browns are technically the underdog. And I really like that because yes, I know they don't have their head coach. I get it. They don't have a lot of players. COVID. I get it. But let's be honest here. What have the Steelers shown you this year that proves that they can win in the playoffs? Nothing. But the only thing is, the Browns barely won against Mason Rudolph, and let's be real, he's not Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger comes back ready to play. But it's not Big Ben of old. It's Big Ben of current. That's true. That's you know? true. That's definitely, so I, I would know. say, the most toss-up of a game. I would take the Browns. I'm just saying. I'm, Either way, I'd take the Browns. I'm leaning to agree. Um, but I'm leaning to agree that I would take the Browns here, too. But the Steelers, I can see, because of the Browns not having their head coach and not Steelers are probably going to pull this one out. Um, not that they're going to go far because they're going to have to play the winner of Titans Ravens. Oh, the Titans and the Ravens. Oh, my favorite Lamar Jackson. I love the guy. He's going to choke. Uh, listen, they're 100%. There's no way the tie. I can't see the Titans losing this game. Plus, by the way, once again with the sports betting, the Titans are technically betting favor, uh, betting underdogs in that. Which by makes the way. no Just sense name. that a four seed is the underdog. To a five, especially that shown that at game. home, at home, Titans at home too. With Doesn't make sense. An MVP candidate, exactly. Who, let's face it, is the Ravens' defense going to stop Derrick Henry? I don't think any defense can stop Derrick Henry. Probably not. And you have a choke job of a quarterback in prime time. So, just yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And so now we're going to get. I mean, I guess that's our wild card predictions. I mean, we're doing one next week, so we don't have to do the whole Super Bowl thing, but on the AFC side, is there a team that's ringing out to you to make the Super Bowl? Early prediction? It's the Chiefs. There's no other... There's no other option, really. It's the Chiefs. I'm going to throw a flaming hot take out here. Oh, God. Here it goes. What is it? I'm going to pick the Bills. Oh, God. You're all on that hype train, aren't you? I hate the Bills right now as a Miami fan, but I... Do not, if the Bills play, are playing, play the Chiefs the way they've been playing, I think the Bills are going to eat the Chiefs alive. And I think the Bills are going to make the Super Bowl. Eat them alive. Okay, define eat them alive. Okay, I don't mean they're going to blow them out. Okay. 
I mean they're going to torch Kansas City's less than stellar defense. That's fair. That could be a possibility. And the Bills do have a pretty good defense that could cap, cap, not destroy the Chiefs, but can definitely not let them put up 50. And But I think the Bills' offense, if they get rolling. I don't know about that one. I mean, it's possible. You never know. Yeah. But I just feel like the Chiefs are trying to stand the gold standard in the AFC. I, I'm, and again, that's the hot take, obviously. Like, most likely it'll probably be the Chiefs. But that's that's my hot opinion. As we move over to the NFC, the Packers have the one seed, so they have the bye. They're going to play the winner of Saints-Bears. This game is oh, interesting. You want, the feel, you want the hot take. I'm taking the Bears. And you, you know, know what? I'm agreeing with you because the Saints are down their running back room. A very good running back at that. Yeah. Alvin Kamara is not playing. Michael Thomas is practicing and most likely will play. I But if you don't have a running game with a white hot Bears team. Oh, I wouldn't say they're white hot. Okay. When I say white hot, I mean their quarterback has been playing really good. well and yeah. they've won a bunch of games and, you know, they're the seventh seed. They have looked okay. And I do think they can. Surprise a few people with their offense if Mitch Trubisky actually shows up in this game. Granted, we could get old Mitch back, and this is a blowout. Yeah. I mean, you really never know. It just worries me because I know there's a lot of talk about Drew Brees retiring, and this is the playoff game that's going to be on Nickelodeon. (laughs) You don't want to see Drew Brees go out on Nickelodeon? I don't want to see Drew Brees go out on Nickelodeon. And well, let's face it, we're all. With like the SpongeBob field goal posts and everything. Most people are going to watch it on Nickelodeon because. Why not? You want to see it. It's, I feel like that, that's the must-see TV right there. Like, who gives a shit if CBS is doing it? Like, That's what I'm saying. I want to see... What channel is Nickelodeon? It depends on your TV. I mean, mine, it's 40, it was 44. You have Optimum, right? Wait, what? You have Optimum? No, I have Xfinity. Oh, shit. I, don't even, I have to find Nickelodeon then. But, yeah. Nickelodeon sidetracked there. Yeah, that's it's it's going to be an interesting game. I don't know why they're doing it. It's also on CBS. If you don't want to watch it, it's also on Amazon Prime. This is like the the test if Jim game. Nance is on this football game and he doesn't get slimed, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> you have no idea how upset I will be. I wish Tony Romo was getting slimed, but he has COVID. Um, You're not going to sign Tony. But yeah, Romo. I think the Bears could be sleepers in that game. Uh, Seahawks, Rams. Um, this is a t- leads me to believe that the Rams really have that much of a shot with a backup quarterback. If Jared, Goff I like... mean, they did win Week Seventeen. Yes, but this is the Seahawks, not the Cardinals. So, Russell Wilson in the playoffs is better than the Cardinals' backup quarterback. Kyler Murray was playing that game. I thought no, Kyler Murray left that in the first quarter. Did he? Yeah. How was I watching this? <laughs> Probably not that game because it wasn't that good of a game. I clearly I did. I don't know what the hell I was looking at. I no, think uh, that was Kyle Murray left the first quarter with a uh, reaggravated knee. Oops, that's my bad. Okay. So the Rams, if they're down Jared Goff, they're playing. You know, DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson in the playoffs. That's at home in Seattle. I I don't see. That I game. just I always feel like all those NFC West games. Those are always toss up games. I feel like there's just no difference. It's Rams Seahawks. It's always a toss up who's going to win. Yeah, that's that's true. And then we have 
Uh, we don't even have to talk about this game. This is just. I think we have to mention it. Um, Washington, Tampa Bay, in Washington. If Tom Brady loses this game, this tarnishes him hard, in my opinion. I agree. If you lose this game, like this is arguably the worst team he's ever going to play in the playoffs. His career. Yes. If he loses this, that's just. Ooh, okay. And I know people will say Mike Evans is not playing in this game. I don't care. You have Antonio Brown. Yeah. You have, have Godwin. You have Gronk. Figure it out. Yeah. You're playing a seven and nine team that has Alex Smith starting. And this is no knock on Alex Smith, but this is not a playoff team. This is just mm. the seven and nine team that was in the worst division possibly in the history of football. Hey. Honestly, probably true. I'm not even going to debate that one. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no shot Washington wins this. You know what? Well, I think the Alex Smith story and the Ron Rivera, like the motivation that I'm that the amount of feel good energy that I think Washington is carrying, the amount of momentum they're carrying into this game at home. Oh boy, don't say it. I'm going to pick Washington to win this game. No, you're not. I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. I'm picking Washington to win this game. I think that the Buccaneers are going to oh, lay an egg. Not, not get blown oh, out, but I think God. Washington's going to escape with a win here, and Alex Smith's going to get a playoff win. I do. I feel it. Are you lying to me? I'm you're dead actually serious. Doing... I, do not, I do think they're going to beat the Bucs here. Oh, God. We've always oh. said the Bucs are frauds, and I think they're about to be exposed here. They'd be the biggest frauds of all time if they lose this game. We're going to be honest. I think they're going to lose this game. Granted, is Washington going to beat most likely Seattle? Absolutely not. You mean uh, the Rams, but okay. Um, on the NFC side, realistically, for a Super Bowl showdown. Honestly, this is a kind of a toss-up in my world. I have to say the Packers, because I can't... <sighs> If I mean, granted, if the Saints win and they get Alvin Kamara back, they're dangerous. But uh-huh. I don't know if they can win in Lambeau right now. If you want me to be honest here, I can see the Bucks making the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. Wow. There's just there's just something in my DNA that says you never bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't care what team he plays for. I don't care who's head coaches. I don't care what he has around him. You never bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs in my world. That's an interesting take. I mean, we'll we'll definitely all see it. So for you, you've got what Chiefs Buccaneers as your early Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, and I've got which Packers. I mean, I think that'd be pretty interesting. Oh no, and I have Packers Bills, which would also be interesting. And what's interesting about you saying the Buccaneers is that would be the first ever home game for a Super Bowl. There you go. There's a first for everything. There is a first for everything. Uh, there was also a first for Washington winning a playoff game against Tom oh Brady. <laughs> I swear, if Washington wins this game, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I might uh, cry. All right. Do you want to do, you wanna do let's, uh, let's get into baseball real quick, if you don't mind. Sure. Let's just knock it out. Um, we One miss, take over here. We miss very little baseball. <laughs> uh, baseball's, God, so slow. Um, the Mets oh, got yeah. their catcher. Yeah, you overpaid a catcher. Congratulations. Money doesn't matter. Uh, $40 million for James McCann is kind of an overpay. That's just uh, me. It's the four years. I mean, again, am I mad about it? 
it's not what I wanted, but at least we didn't give real. At least we didn't sign Real Muto like a seven-year deal. He's not gonna. He was never gonna get a seven-year deal. He you wanted like saying, five and two hundred. I I don't want to see. I'd rather us four years McCann if that means we can get other players. I'm fine with that. You're waiting for next year, pretty much. Is what you're waiting for for next off. So, and then there's still free agents out there. Um, I thought that you know a Blake Snell trade was a possibility. Obviously, that um, not for the Mets because the Padres decided to go off. They're all in. They are all in when they might not even win their division. I mean, we'll get to a closer to baseball season because I feel like there's still moves to be made here. They still have the best rotation in baseball right now. Oh, 100%. Plus, if you think about it, technically now their third best starter has Tommy John, and their rotation's still the best. Yeah, and you're, you're having Tatis come back after a monster season. You have all these players coming back. You have a saw, like the best rotation in baseball now. Didn't they sign a Korean guy, too? Yes, they did. So there you go. Top international free agent right there. Yeah, that. so they are ready to go. And this team can win 100 games next year. They still might not win their division because the Dodgers are that good. And rumors have it that the Dodgers are in Don't the DJ me. LeMayhew sweepstakes. Uh, God damn it. If that happens... If the New York Yankees first let Tommy Cayley go to the Dodgers, I still don't understand what the hell we're thinking with that one. I don't get that. I don't know either. But then if you lose DJ LeMayu to the Dodgers, that is unforgivable. Because if you really think about it, let's be honest here. If the Yankees do somehow make the World Series without DJ LeMayu, the favorites in the National League are the Dodgers. Oh, yeah, 100%. So you're technically letting DJ LeMayu go to arguably your biggest threat in the other league for the World Series. For over what? $25 million? Yeah, 20, 15 to $25 million, I think, is the numbers that they're off by. Yeah. But come on. And you're in wait-and-see mode, as people like to call it. Like, please, what happens to the Yankees? Can we just sign the guy? I don't care about $25 million. The Yankees should not care about $25 million. You're the freaking New York Yankees. You'll make it back in his jersey sales. Just sign the guy. Oh, I agree. And you should not let... The Yankees shouldn't be letting... Because the bidding is going to start to go up. Because you have the Mets, you have the Blue Jays, now you have the Dodgers, allegedly. They need to sign him before George Springer signs. Because if George Springer does not sign with the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays will go all in on DJ LeMahieu. And, and I think you... vice versa, if the George Springer doesn't go to the Mets, I think the Mets are going to be all in on DJ LeMahieu as well. This is why I feel like he's kind of waiting for, D, for George Springer to sign. But the Yankees just got to get it done now. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are... I don't know what the Yankees... They we're, might, we're literally going to lose Tanaka to Japan. There's rumors that the Mets are interested in Tanaka. No, I I heard that he said it's going to be either Yankees or Japan. That would make sense, because I saw that on MLB. Like, I got a notification about it, and I was like, there's no way. For what, Japan? No, for for Tanaka to go to the Mets. No, it, I feel like I, I mean, they're true when they say it's either us or Japan. And you know what? I mean, again, baseball's slow. And there are so many non-tendered players that can make an impact on a team that have not been signed yet. Archie Bradley, hello. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I get the waiting. Baseball's slow. 
it sucks. I remember Bryce Harper signing like the week before training camp. I was waiting in front of TVs when I would go to the gym, desperately praying that Bryce Harper would just make a freaking decision. Oh, uh, what a time to be alive. I, baseball's got to fix this. I'm sorry. Baseball's just got to pick up. Baseball's quiet. Baseball's dead. There's nothing to talk about. Stevie Cohen tweets, um, and you'll see the Padres do something. And then baseball's just quiet. It's it's because literally, who signed? No one, no marquee name is signed. No, like at least in the winter meetings, you used to get like two or three that would sign. There's been nothing. There's only been trades. No, all you had was the Blake Snell trade, and the U Darvish trade. Which, by the way, the Cubs. What, at this point, what are you thinking? At, at this point, just blow it up. That must be what they've got to be doing, right? They must. They they must. No, they apparently they're not. They're apparently actively. They're listening to offers for like. Bryant and Baez, but at this point, you sh- should not let them go for free. You should do like what the Yankees did a while ago, trade them in the last year of their contract, and get players that can help you in the future instead of letting them go for free. That doesn't make sense. No, I, I, I agree. I don't know what the Cubs – Cubs got to blow it up. It's, it's time because you, you know you're not keeping all these players next year. You maybe keep Anthony Rizzo, I feel, because he's it. a Cub. But trading away your – best pitcher and for not even that much in return realistically I mean they did get who did they get they got Zach Davies he's a good pitcher but that's about it he's not as good as you Darvish well no but I mean what I will say about you Darvish is sometimes he's very inconsistent no that's true but coming off you know the year he's had it's yeah he pitches like that next year the Padres are dangerous. right that's fair I don't know. Baseball's slow, and we're not going to hear anything probably until spring. I wouldn't say spring. I'd say, like, next month. Hopefully, because it's just so dead. Baseball is just so quiet. It's painful. Baseball taking five minutes of our time sucks. (laughs) All right. So, now we got the NBA, and we missed doing a, like, kind of like a prediction. Like, we, we, we wanted to do you know, like an overview, like how we think it's going to go, prediction for the season, what teams we think mm-hmm. are going to really be good. We missed it. So we're just kind of going to do an overview of the league as of now. Right. Um, obviously, teams that stand out to me on the good side, the Sixers look dominant. And what I will say with them is it's early. It is early, but they look good. They look like a better team than last year. Doc is really coaching them up. And even as we speak, Seth Curry has five threes in the first quarter. He might not hit another one for the game, but it's just something to mention that, you know, they have, like, he's been playing as a shooter. Danny Green is not. Danny Green looks like garbage again. <laughs> I think Danny Green at this point is pretty much washed. It, it, he has to be. I don't think he's ever going to be the Spurs Danny Green that we oh, were man. used to seeing. He's not going to shoot lights out anymore. He might have a game or two where he shoots, like, Six for six, say, or something like that, but everyone has those games, but yeah, no, he's done. Yeah, I, I, I think he's done. What um, I will say though is, people did kind of discount in the offseason, me included, just how good Doc Rivers is at coaching Tobias Harris. I yeah. forgot that he was his best in the Clippers with Doc Rivers. And I mean, I mentioned it again. when it happened, but like, I didn't really think it translates the way it is, has, and I'm not saying. He's been phenomenal, but he, he's... He's been much better than last year. Much better than last year. The Sixers overall look like a cohesive 
team. They're six and one, probably gonna be seven and one. Which um, is honestly the first time I think in the MB Simmons era they've been cohesive. Yeah, no, exactly. So who knows? Maybe we should all be scared of the Sixers. Who knows? It's possible because I mean, I I mean the team we all thought that was just gonna run away with the East was Brooklyn, and I mean they're sitting at no, 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 no. We thought the Bucks were gonna run away with the East. I always thought the Nets would be two seed or lower. Oh, well, I thought the Nets were going to be the one seed, to be quite honest. Um, I mean, and both teams don't look spectacular. The Nets obviously had a, some heartbreaking losses. Obviously, KD has COVID protocols. He's out for a few games. The Nets beat the Jazz, so. Well, we just be, I, I'd say we honestly flooded the Jazz. Yeah. That might be a little biased, but we did look very good. Now, what I will say, though, is. I am impressed. I'm happy with these lineup shakeups because I think Steve Nash is finally kind of realizing Bruce, he should have been playing Bruce Brown to begin with as a starter. I was saying it when we saw it, Spencer Dinwiddie that wasn't hurt. Bruce Brown is a type that you have to slot in there with the Kevin Durant and a Kyrie because let's be honest, the weakness of that team is defense. You can't go in every night trying to have him score 120 to 140 points and winning a game. You can't do that. You need defense on your starting lineup. And that's what Bruce Brown specializes in. That's why we got him. That's why Sean Marks got him. I think Steve Nash kind of failed to realize it. And then you kind of realize, okay, you put in Timothy Lawalu Cabarro, which he's okay, but he's not Bruce Brown-level defense. Right. That's what you need in that starting lineup. So I like what he did yesterday. I kind of hope he continues doing it. You let Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving handle the starting lineup scoring. You include Jared Allen in there because let's be honest, DeAndre Jordan is just a waste of ten million dollars. DeAndre Jordan's not good. He's just not a good overall player. Like the man had four thousand four minutes yesterday. I mean, we've seen it, but like, and every time he sets a screen, it's a moving screen. I don't understand how he can't figure out to plant his feet and then drive. I don't. Get it. Like, I get Rudy Gobert is, like, a solid center in this league, but you shouldn't be fouling four times in four minutes against him. And it doesn't even help that he used to be, like, an excellent rebounder. Now he just tips it all up, and then it's just a bobble of the ball. Like, I can't. Jared Allen is clearly the starting center of this basketball team. By the way, did you see what he said about why he had such a good game yesterday? No. I didn't, what did he say? He said he normally has pesto sauce with his pasta beforehand, but he switched to Alfredo, and that's why he did good. Well, man, Love if, that, man. If he keeps that switch, I mean, whew. Oh, no, 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 no. They need to give him a year's supply of Alfredo sauce. <laughs> um, Sean Marks, get it done. I guess a surprising team in the East, since we've been kind of focused on the East, the Magic. I, I mean, they're up right now on the Cavs as we're recording this. It's 835. That's, that's, that's not saying much. It's not saying much. I will say I did see Markel Fultz. Which has an, is it injured? They haven't said what it is yet. Um, he was ruled out for the game in the first quarter. Um, <laughs> prayers up to him. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know how severe it is. Um, but the Magic most likely are going to be six and two um, by tomorrow, and okay. th- I, eventually though they're not going to keep this up. No, I wonder they're what made them like. We knew they were going to be like an eight seed, like they were going to be a playoff team again this year. Most likely, is Cole the addition of Cole Anthony really that much for this team? No, that's what I'm thinking. Like I don't understand why they're playing so well. It's early in the season. Listen. A lot of teams aren't playing to what they are. That's true. Because, I mean, the Knicks are 4-3. and three. I mean, they're getting routed right now. But, but I mean, all right, hold on. Let's look at this. I right, Let me pull these up real quick. Let's look at the standings. All Actually, right. they're not getting routed. At halftime, it's 56-44, and the Knicks have come back 
the Knicks beat the Hawks from a deficit like that. So it's not impossible. There you go. But like, if you look at like the standings right now, the Raptors are one and five. Like you know, like the Heat are three and three. The Rockets are two and three. Like it's still early. Teams aren't. No, I get that. But I think yet. a team that we're gonna have to watch out for is Pacers. And oh god, no! He listen, just, listen, oh, listen, oh, listen, oh, listen, oh, listen oh, to what I'm gonna say. Sabonis uh-huh. is a superstar. He's a star, not a superstar. He he might be a superstar in the making because that man is playing. No, he had a no, bad no, game no. against the Knicks. No uh-huh. But overall, he has been playing phenomenal, and that team can be like a like you know. A, I'm not gonna say they're rivals for a championship because let's face it. They're not beating the Sixers in seven. They're not beating the Nets in seven. I don't even know if they beat the Bucks in seven. Listen, what is your definition of a superstar? By the way, I think I don't. I think I forget that. Like in the NBA, there's a difference between star and superstar. It was just kind because of because I would say superstar is what a top ten player. Yeah, he's not a top ten player. I'm, he's be... never going to be a top ten player in this league. He's he's a very good player. I will say that. He's I'll probably say he's star. one of the better centers in the league right now, but he's not the best. Like he's not Anthony. It's fair. I will say that. I I just feel like the Pacers can't keep this up either. Because I mean, what do the Pacers have? Like, there's kind of one of those teams that are like, eh. I mean, they have. I know Oladipo isn't what he used to be. I mean, yeah, yeah, Brogdon, cool. He's eh. What's interesting right now is as we're speaking, um, they're up on the Rockets 78-74 uh, with 4.46 left in the third. Brogdon's playing really well. Brogdon, he has 20 right now. I mean, he's a he's an underrated player. I will say that. He's very underrated. The Bucs are stupid to let him go. Oh, 100%. I don't know why they did. And then you bring it at, listen, I don't understand them. Whatever. Justin Holiday's also been playing really well, too, for them. I don't. I just feel like they can't keep this up because I feel like eventually they are going to trade Miles Turner. But see, here's the thing: because I'm looking at the game stats right now, Oladipo is three blocks. for twelve from the floor right now. Oladipo is three for twelve. Yeah, they're up on Houston with Oladipo missing nine shots. Is Houston that good though? They have Harden and John Wall. It's not like they're bad. I mean, if you really look at their team, they're what six players deep. That's true. They don't have much depth, per se. They literally have six players. David Nwaba is their starter. It's not good. Like, it's not the. Uh, it's I, not ideal. Oh, uh, I get. Uh, okay, Christian was not playing, I guess. Okay. That so there's seven, there's seven players deep. Okay. But that's it. Like, they're not that great. I don't think they're like... I'm, you want... Mm, will they make the playoffs? Did you just say you're not going to make the playoffs? Ah. I mean, everyone, literally this season, everyone's going to really make the playoffs. All right, so it's the top 10 seed. So 10 teams technically make it. The last four, I think, do a play-in. So 7 through 10 will do a play-in. So if you look at the West right now, right? All right. Lakers are definitely in. Suns, man. We'll, we'll get to the Suns. We'll get to the Suns. Clippers are definitely in. I would say Jazz are definitely in. I would say the Nuggets are definitely in their rebound. Yeah, I think so too. So that's four. I'd say the Blazers are probably definitely in. I would say the Mavericks might. Right. Mavericks, Suns will get to, but yes, they'll definitely be in, I'd say. So that's seven. 
I still like the Wolves. I, I I guess that's just me. I mean, I know the Jazz might not keep this up, but the Jazz will make it. The Warriors, I think, are also a sleeper team when it comes to that play in tournament. I don't think I will be... say the Warrior. I think the Warriors will make it too because Steph Curry is sheesh, right. He is on fire right now, and if he keeps that up for a whole season, which let's face it, he can. He's done it before. Yeah. <laughs> They could make the playoffs in that tournament. I don't think they're a you know a championship team or they're they're not. Oh gonna, no, not a shot. They're not without Clay the Thompson. The they're not. No, they're not going to be bad. All right. Well, I, I guess the Rockies will eventually. They'll make it. But well, I mean, if they trade James Harden, they're not going to make it. But they have the rebound because yeah. John Wall's actually been playing better than James Harden. <sighs> I don't know. They're just a weird team. Does Harden want to really, be there? No. God no! That's what I'm saying. You I just don't tell. know why he's not trying. Like, he's not trying. He's he does good when he's not trying. <laughs> That's the thing. I know it's interesting to see. I want to see. I don't know. Are they going to trade him? I don't even know if they'll trade him. They might not. They're not going to trade him during the year. There's no shot to trade him at the trade deadline. Not a shot. I mean, how long have we got? Until what? The trade deadline? Yeah, when's the trade deadline? I think March this year. It is March, so we got two months. A lot can happen in two months. I forgot they have Daniel House, too. So there's actually eight players deep. Huh. Okay. I guess he's not playing either. we got a lot of injuries on this team. Jesus Christ. Um, but I guess we'll go on to the Suns then. Yeah. I'm honestly, I would say the Suns, I don't get why people in the beginning of the year were saying that the Mavericks were a top four seed. I get it. They got Luka. But Porzingis does not stay on the court enough for them to be a top four team. What I will say is people kind of slept on the Suns in that aspect, where I think the Suns are a top-four team in the Western Conference. I mean, if they keep playing the way they're playing, yeah. Because, I mean, listen, I feel like throughout his whole career, people have really slept on Chris Paul. We kind of no, saw the impact he makes. He made OKC a playoff team, and he's doing wonders with the Suns right now. I think people have to start kind of realizing that Chris Paul is one of the all-time great point guards. He probably – is he the best of all time? No. He's top two. I'd, I'd say he's behind Magic, but that's it. I'm a big Chris Paul guy. I, I can see that. I, I, don't, I don't know if we can enter that argument just yet. I want to see how he finishes the year. But um, we have to admit that Chris Paul is great, and I think a lot of people – People do have – People do have to respect how good he is because yes. he's he's so far. There's a lot of disrespect to Chris Paul. I I 100% agree. I think it was because Chris Paul, you know, he's a bit he's a bit of a dirty player. He's a bit of an I wouldn't say dirty. He's scrappy. He's annoying. Scrappy. Scrappy, annoying on the floor. annoying is scrappy. And people forget how good he really is. And Devin Booker is. I kind of want Chris Paul to resign with the Suns. I mean, the way if they make if they're the top four seed, I don't see why they wouldn't. Unless Paul I mean, retires, you, he's going to be there again. You realistically what you need another. You probably need. You're not a championship team. You probably need another piece, but I think they're really good. Granted, Chris Paul probably like go to like the Lakers or something, but I mean, you never know. I like them with the Suns. I like it. I do, and they play the Raptors tonight. Um, <laughs> the Raptors. They are atrociously bad. Like, atrociously bad. I mean, I don't know what happened to Spicy P, but 
boy is not performing right now at all. So that whole team is just not Fred Van Fleet is the one I remember. All right, New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. As a Nick fan, and that pains me to even have to announce in public. But as a Nick fan, <laughs> okay. I was probably one of the few people who actually watched Nick's Raptors New Year's Eve. Probably the only person, yes. And I was sober, surprisingly, during the game. That is very shocking, knowing you, I will say. <laughs> I got it very all shocking. out of me on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I did uh, 20 shots of rum and then passed out of my bathroom floor. That sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so the Knicks had one of the worst three-point performances in NBA history. If I remember correctly, they shot 9% from three. 9% yeah. from three. It's not good. No, they missed all. Every shot they took. And it wasn't even just three ball because they couldn't really get anything in. They were in that game until the midway through the fourth. They were toe-to-toe with the Raptors while missing every three ball, and they took like 41 of them. Uh And that told me, obviously, teams are going to have nights like that if you remember the Rockets from that one infamous game seven. Right, they shot bricks. 27 missed threes in a row. It happens. Yeah. The fa- it says more about the Raptors that they couldn't blow out the Knicks on such a bad shooting night than it does for the Knicks not having a good shooting night because the Knicks rebounded and won their next game. I just – I don't think the Raptors are that good anymore. Like, no offense to the Raptors, but I just don't think they're – you no, know what I mean. They're not good. They are not good, and now that since we're slandering bottom East teams, we got to slander the Wizards. I can't slander the Wizards. You can't slander the Wizards, but I can slander the Wizards. This trade was stupid. I hope you realize that now. Um, <laughs> Westbrook's getting his triple double, and you're lose, and you're two and five. That's exactly yeah. how I thought this was gonna go. Sounds about right with Russell Westbrook, to be honest. And he looked good. He looks like a team guy. The team likes him. But the team is not good. And you gave up a first. Honestly? Just wait for Bradley Beal to be traded. It's happening. It's gonna. I could imagine the Wizards are gonna blow it up after this year. Because I don't even know. What, you gonna trade Russell Westbrook again? I don't know if they'll trade Russ again. But who the hell hell is gonna take him again? They'll trade Bradley Beal. And you might see some other movement there. I don't even think there's anyone really on that roster you kind of want. Maybe Thomas Bryant, but that's about that's it. That's about it. I mean, the Wizards, that's the problem with their roster. They've got, like, next to no Rui, one. I mean, the thing is they keep Rui. They keep Denny. Maybe trade Bertans. I mean, granted, um, I think I should mention this because I'm looking at it now, and they're playing the 76ers. And we had mentioned how Seth Curry had five threes in the first, right? Yeah. Bradley Beal has 52 points. What? Bradley twos fifty two six and four with two thirty left to go in the third. Someone get this man off this team, please. <laughs> just someone please do it. Like, Bradley Beal is single handedly carrying the Wizards. It's one ten to ninety six right now, and he is oh my the Lord. single reason that that is even close. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God, next close is Russ with twelve. Someone please get him off this team. It's not fair to him. It's not. It's honest. It's, it's not, not fair. It's not because. Joel Embiid's putting up 27, and 
it's not fair. It's not right. He's putting up 52, and they're going to lose by 20. Just and they're still another quarter to play, and you know they're not taking Beal out. He could hit 60 tonight. He could hit 70 tonight. Hey, uh, yeah. He could hit 70 tonight, and... I would go 70. I'd say 60 is more probable. But... Depending on how much he plays, but... If they make it close, then yes. That'd be the only reason. Yeah, because there's still a whole other quarter to go. It's not like we're in the fourth with three, four minutes left. We're in the third with two and a half minutes left. So if I, they keep I, him in for even half of the next quarter at 52. What I will say, though, is people were all on this heat bandwagon before the season started. The heat are kind of overperformed during the playoffs last year. They're not that good. Isn't Jimmy they're really Butler not dealing with something? I think he is, yeah. But I mean, they're just not. They don't do it for me, you know. Jimmy Butler is playing tonight. There, it's a halftime there right now. Fifty-three forty. They're down fifty-three forty-five to the Celtics. They just I... they don't do it for me. I don't know what it is about them, but they're just. I feel like they really overperformed in that bubble last year, and that bubble helped them. Because I don't think they're a finals team. I still don't think they're a finals team. I mean, they're going to get better as Bam, uh, you know, progresses in his career. Well, yeah, of course. But, I mean, Jimmy Butler's, what, 32? Yeah. I, are they a finals team? I don't, uh, I don't no. know. I don't they're a second-round they team in my world. I mean, they'll make the playoffs. They'll be a top eight team. Oh, they might yeah, be- 100%. Yeah, but I think they're a second-round exit team. I don't think they're... Unless if they do trade for Bradley Beal, then we're talking about a whole different game here. Again, if any, honestly, if anyone gets Bradley Beal, it's a whole different game because again, he has fifty-two right now. Right. So it's a difference maker. He he will change any team he goes on. However, you want a real hot take, a real sleeper team that could use a Bradley Beal. Who? Atlanta Hawks. They could. I just thought about that, and I really like it. Also, Trey only has two points today. Like, what the hell is going on here? I don't know. It's a weird day. Um, I really like him on the Hawks, though. I like that. That would be like that would make a Hawks what? Would that make a Hawks the top uh, top four teams in the East? Mm, maybe. No, 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 no. Definitely playoff team, but not top four. You don't think a top like a five seed maybe? I'd say like a five or six seed probably they'd be. Right now they're the eighth seed, um, but it's like a massive tie. They're only the eighth seed because the Knicks beat them. I mean, ev- everyone's close right now. You can't really judge anything. Yeah. I mean, the Knicks have realistically three more wins than I thought they'd have. There you go. The Coach Tibbs effect right there. And you can tell. The defense on the Knicks. Julius Randle's been playing, like, and this is not even from a Knicks fan. Julius Randle has been playing objectively better basketball. And again, I'm not going to sit here and say the Knicks are going to be a top eight seed. I don't even know if the Knicks will keep this up and make the play in. But (laughs) the progress is promising. The Cavs Uh, have been overplaying, uh, too. What I I will say is there's no progress with R.J. Barrett right now. That's what I will say. He has not not been great. He's had two good nights. Both came against the Pacers, and that's really been it. So... And let me look at tonight's game. He only has two points. He only has two points, yeah. Oh, he's three, sorry. He's one for eight. Julius Randle has 
14, 10, and 5. Julius Randle's putting up almost a triple-double every night. How is that possible? What the hell? That's been the Thibs effect. Is Last year, Julius Randle, he put up points. He got rebounds, but he never passed the freaking ball. Like, he would uh, try to do everything himself. Fear the Knicks, you shoot him into the trade pile immediately. You Who trade that ball. Who is going to trade for Julius Randle right now? Some right contender now. would take him. Oh. I don't know. Someone will take him. For one. what? A pick. If you're the Knicks, you're right. and you come back from this game, right? Because the Knicks have brought it to within eight points. Uh-huh. You win this game, and you're five and three. Don't start thinking like you're... No, no. but what I'm going to say is do you then go and trade your objectively best player on the team? I mean, I'm, I, I wouldn't say you judge right now. You're still a rebuilding team. I say you evaluate in like February. I feel like they should keep him on for the rest of the year and then evaluate because realistically, if you're trading Julius Randle, there's only a few things you would want in return. And I don't think you're getting Bradley Beal, James Harden. No, 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 no. no. Well, no. You're no. not getting any of these players. That God, make no. You better. You're happy to get a pick for Julius Randle. And that's what I'm saying. You want picks. You don't need these stars. You need picks. So there's good young players who you can develop. Yeah, someone has to give us a first and a good young player for Julius Randle. Who? I think someone would give you either or. It'll be interesting to see, but as in, I mean... We'll see what they do. That doesn't really seem like Tibbs basketball to trade away Randall there, but I, I don't really know who's calling the shots there, if that's Rose or not. Exactly. Who knows? So, yeah, I mean, if you're a Clippers fan, are you worried? No. Nah. Why would you be? No. Nah. You're, you're waiting for the playoffs. That's all you're waiting for. Who cares? They have underperformed. I mean, yeah, but a lot of teams have underperformed. It's whatever. It's early. You don't overreact this early. I'm not I get it, but this is just kind of like our like we're looking at this thing now. Looking at the league now, it's like if you're a Clippers uh-huh. fan, that that loss to the Mavs should concern you. No, because this isn't even the full Clippers team. You still have the trade lines. You're gonna have the buyout market. They're gonna add someone. The only re- the only way you get concerned is if you get to the playoffs again and Paul George once again chokes. Then you get concerned. Right now, you're not concerned at all. It's whatever. This is just cruise control until you get there. All right. So we'll definitely see when it comes to basketball. We'll uh, check in next week and see if, you know, there's a bunch of games coming up and we'll see if anything's changed. And uh, Something's definitely going to change, but eh, we're here for it. Maybe someone will be traded. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Someone traded. That'll be great. All right. All right. Last but not least, <clears throat> we have the NHL because hockey's back, baby. We actually can talk about hockey again. This is such a quick turnaround. It's not even funny. Oy. I mean, we also, granted, missed a month. So it would have been another four-week episodes of us not talking about hockey. But we can talk okay, about hockey. But it went from, like, the last time we didn't even know when it would start to now a month later and we're starting. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And obviously some news has come out when it comes to hockey. Obviously there's the division realignment. And that's kind of going to be what we talk about here to end the show since the season starts I mean, there's going to be games played before our next episode, so we got to talk about it now. Right. Um, so, obviously, we're going to go through the four new divisions. Um, they got bought out by sponsors. Hey, whatever is going to keep the NHL doors open. 
So yeah. how this is going to work is teams in these divisions can only play each other. Mm-hmm. And you know, top four teams are going to go to the playoffs. Right. So we're going to start with the North, which is the All-Canada one. Is this the most exciting one? Just because it's, it's the most interesting one for sure. I don't know about most exciting because I think the next one's going to be the most exciting. But this is definitely the most interesting one. Um, obviously, on paper, the favorites to win this division would be Toronto. But we all know how Toronto is. Chuck Jobs. Exactly. And I don't care about Tavares. I don't care about anything they have. They're, they choke. They're, are they going to make it out of this? They're going to make it to the playoffs. Let's be well, yeah, don't, don't, don't say they're not going to make I'm it. I'm not going to say they're not going to make the playoffs, but are they going to be the number one team from this? No, I don't think they are. If anything, no. I'm high on Calgary this year. You're saying they're number one? I'm venturing to say they could be number one. If it's not Toronto in the regular season who immediately chokes it, with the pieces Calgary has, I could see uh, them being number one. So no love to the Oilers? <sighs> No they're love to Connor they're my number two or number three, man. I, I'm just I'm just high on Calgary this year. No love to Connor McJesus and Leon Drysdale. Okay, sure. I'm just saying I'm excited to see Calgary play. I'm excited to see it. I... I'd say they'd be three. I want to see Mark Giordano out there. I want to see Christopher Tenev out there. I'm excited to see it. Oh, my God. I think I have to change this. I think Toronto might be three at this point. Damn. Huh. It's possible because Toronto, again, the problem is, which and what's so interesting about it and what makes this so different than a normal NHL season is like the MLB style way of how games are going to go and the fact that they're only playing these teams. Because uh-huh. let's face it, Winnipeg, they're not there yet. Ottawa, they're not there yet. All right, well, I'd say with Winnipeg, they got some offense. They ain't got a defense, so there's that. That's the thing. They're, they can score. <laughs> But they're going to get scored on a lot. That's fair. Montreal, I think, will be competitive. Montreal's a sleeper team in my world. They are. I think they'll make the, I wouldn't be shocked if they make the playoffs. Well, are we just going to do, like, who we think is going to come out of it? or? Yeah. And, I'll, and let's do it with no rankings because, again, this could be weird. Fair. So, I think, I think it's going to be Calgary, uh-huh. Edmonton, uh-huh. Montreal, and Toronto. I, that's, my, that's my four. That's what I have, too. And I think that's pretty clear cut. I mean, the the Jets might sneak in, but... Barring injury or COVID or a collapse, I don't see those four teams not making the playoffs because, again, the Canucks, Senators, Jets, they're not... Imagine the Senators just shocked the world. Good Lord. That would be so 2021. It's not even funny. (laughs) It's probably going to happen. I'll just watch it. it. But there's not... Too much to say because it, it with the North, it's mainly going to see like get what they do in the playoffs. Unless Toronto completely collapses, which let's face it, it's possible. It's spot anything is possible with them, uh, especially Toronto. Yeah. So moving on from them, I think the most exciting division and the most tense division is the East. It's the bloodbath division. You got the Bruins, oh, yeah. the Sabers. Who, no one cares about the Sabres. Bruins, no. Sabres, Devils, Islanders, Rangers, Flyers, Penguins, Capitals. Almost every single team I just listed was in the playoffs last year and won games in the playoffs. And they all hate each other. And they Literally despise hate each, each other. It's going to be the most fights at any division, I'll say that much. It's, literally, you have 
to open the season back to backs with Islanders and Rangers. It's gonna be a disaster. And the Islanders <laughs> and Flyers after after that series despise each other. Yeah. The Capitals don't get along with the Islanders anymore. Rangers Capitals don't get along. No one gets along in this division. Devils don't get along with the Rangers or the Islanders. It's just the It's ugly. And what makes this division so interesting is there are I would say there's five playoff teams in here. Yes. I forgot there's a Taylor Oh my god, I forgot Taylor Hall's with the Devils division. Oh, the Taylor Hall derby. Oh, Good Lord. oh he he's gotta go to a winner, Mike. <sighs> Buffalo Sabres, that's a winner right there. Oh, god. So this division's tough. And another fight that you're gonna have to watch is Bruins Capitals. Because even though they yeah. despise each other before that, they had Chara leave the Bruins for the Capitals. Oh, God, that's a ago. thing, too. Oh, my Lord. Oh, no. So, there oh, is not Lord. a single team in this division that doesn't despise the other, and they are only playing each other this year. This is going to be a disaster. It's going to be a bunch. Oh. And I don't know what the, the NHL must have known. I mean, technically, it's the only thing they could do. No, that's the East. That is the Eastern teams. That's yeah. There's nothing else you can really do unless you want to put a Florida team in there. But like, I mean, if let's be honest, if Tampa was in there, I don't think they would have to stop hockey from existing. They would have to. There would be so many fights; it wouldn't be even funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I, I mean, all right. I'm an Islanders fan. I might be a little uh-huh. biased, but the Islanders made the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and right. they've the only players that have not that are not going to be back. The uh-huh. only player that's not really going to be back who is super important was Johnny Boychuk, who retired. Mm-hmm. And they, while they still haven't signed Barzell, which is the best player, mind bog. Yeah, he's the, easily the best player on the team. And we need if the Islanders are going to be competitive, they need him on the team. Now, from yeah, absolutely reports that I've seen, such as the New York Post, it looks like that Barzell is holding out mainly because he hasn't gotten signed yet. They're just trying to figure out how to sign him, how many years, and waiting for that six million from Boychuk. Mm-hmm. So they they can they signed Matt Martin, Andy Green. They have all these guys back. They did sign Corey Schneider. That was legend. Yeah. So Devils Legends. And they had a great a bunch of saves in training camp, might I add. Oh, please stop. <laughs> He's the backup goalie. It's just Yeah, if you just started there'd be freaking concerns Yeah, no, no, no. He's not the Barlamov is still in there. <clears throat> Corey Schneider, what a guy. <laughs> um But I see the Islanders coming out of this because I can't pick against the team that just made the conference finals. That's fair. And I would say with the devil's point of view. I mean, I feel like if we were in a different division, I think we would have done a little better than we probably will in this division. Um, I, we're still a young team, so I mean, who the hell knows what's going to happen? We could sneak in. You never know. And you know what? The Rangers are interesting, too, because the Rangers, obviously, they have Alexis. No. They signed Jack Johnson, which immediately makes me hate them more than yeah. I really do. What are you thinking? You signed... <sighs> Let it out. He's quite possibly... The worst player in the NHL. Arguably, yes. 1.15 million is too much. 
He should have been in the league minimum, but whatever. Here we are. That's too much. He should Let's not start. be playing. He better not get very many minutes. And I, you know what? As I hate the Rangers, so I hope they give him all the minutes. But exactly, let him, let him be on the first line. If you're a Rangers fan, you gotta be. What are they trying? You you have this superstar young talent that you think you have. First overall pick. I feel like everyone forgets Capo Caco still there. That's true. I feel what like are you surrounding him. this young kid with? Uh, Kevin. Garbage defensive. That is a very valid point. Um, but they could st- again. This is so weird. Sabers aren't going to do anything here. They have Taylor Hall. Whoop you do. They ain't doing anything. Yeah. They're going to get beat. Um, I mean, hey, we're going to do if they like are sneaky team. Like, I feel like the Devils are have more of a. Team. That's why I feel like we would be the sneaky team of anything. Yeah. Because I feel like this is a regular season. I think we could sneak into a wild card spot. Now, obviously, with the Chara news, that leaves the Bruins without very much of the defense. Uh, yeah. Um, and the Capitals, obviously, don't have Lundqvist anymore. I hope he gets better. It's his heart condition, open-heart surgery. That's no joke. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll ever play again, unfortunately. I don't know about that one. But... From what I've seen from open-heart surgery, um, it, that's a lot to recover from. And Who knows? We'll see. But So now the Capitals are down their goalie. Uh, but they got a defenseman from Boston. Mm-hmm. The, and you have, the, you have the Penguins who, let's be honest, they're the, old and the window's closing if it's not closed already. They got like two more years. Yeah. They're not that, – that trio is not the same anymore. You don't got the same firepower. It's just so weird. And you saw that last year when they took such an early exit in the playoffs. Oh, they're not the same players, no. No, and you could argue the same thing with the Capitals, too. They're a really old team, too, whose window might have closed. Here's the I feel like you just know that Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin are going to get to the playoffs. That's just how I feel. I just... But there's no way they don't make it. I'm going to say the two locks. I think the two locks I can put for the playoffs confidently in the East is the Islanders and Flyers based off of solely how the playoffs went. Yeah. I would say those are the two locks. And I would say it's Capitals. I'm between the Bruins and the Penguins. I don't know. You know what? I would. I tend to agree with you. Because, although, I don't know if Washington is going to get in. I think if there's a team that doesn't get in because, say, the Devils or the Rangers get in, I think, Capitals? I think it's Capitals. I don't think that the Capitals are going to be that good this year, especially considering the competition they're going to be playing. I don't know. It's just wide open those last two. I'm going to go with Capitals Bruins. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Pittsburgh Bruins. And wow, you are not on the Capitals. I'm not on the Capitals. I just don't. I'm also not on the Penguins. I think realistically the Devils could sneak in there. Um, That's why I just with all these, I see all these predictions having the Devils last. I'm just like, why? I don't think they're going to be last. I think if anything, the Rangers would be last, based on. I'd say Rangers or Sabers. But then again, who knows what the Taylor Hall experience? Who knows? Maybe the Sabers. Maybe we're underestimating the Sabers, which is something I never thought I'd say. But what if we are? It's just this division's so weird. Every game is going to be a 
almost like a and playoff game intensity in this division. They're all going to beat up on each other too. It's not like there's going to be like blowout games or easy games. There's not. No, it's just these are all pretty good teams. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see with that. But a lot of fights. It's going to be very interesting hockey. It's going to be the most entertaining. Oh, for sure. Every game. Well, unless you live in Canada and you got that whole Canada division, they're going to love that. But they'll love that. But in America, you're going to love the East. The East is going to be nothing but fights and. Four three games. Absolute craziness. All right. So in the central, we got Hurricanes, Blackhawks, Blue Jackets, Stars, Red Wings, Panthers, Predators, Lightning. So obviously, I think there's two very easy locks in here. Yes. Lightning, Stars. I don't think that's a question. No, not at all. Just if you think they're not going to make you kind of crazy, you're out of your mind. it's not like the Stars or Lightning lost anyone. I don't know how, right. how I know Kucherov's hurt. I don't know how long he's going to be hurt. Um, I despise the Lightning with every ounce of my being. Yes, you do. We do. Um, but nice. I can't deny they're probably going to. Probably going to do this again. Um, that leaves two uh, spots. I mean, I would say Carolina makes it. Definitely, I, I kind of agree with that. I also. I could see Nashville making it because Columbus, they're a question mark for me. The Red Wings, um, they're like the Pistons. And Wow, you just like slamming Detroit, aren't you? What is there to love about Detroit? The Lions are about to get rid of Matt Stafford. The Red Wings blow, uh, and the Pistons uh, are what? One in five, one, two in five, one in six. And you got the Tigers, too. Wow, Detroit. I'm sorry. They've got nothing going for them. Oof, I didn't realize it was that bad. It's bad. It's re- Detroit sports are really bad. Like, even Cleveland sports have come around. Like, it's not even just the Cavs with LeBron anymore. They have the Browns now, so. Yeah, Detroit, I'm sorry. Um, Obviously, I think Chicago's probably not going to make it. No, um, I don't think so. Either. I think that door is closed. I think their glory days are over. I feel like no one talks about Florida. I feel like, feel like Florida could sneak into that four seed. That's what I was going to say, because – while I view that Nashville will probably get it, Florida's the uh-huh. team I would like, the sleeper team that I would look out for. They're interesting. Like, like they're tough. I remember, was it, no, it was the Hurricanes last year that the Devils blew a 4 nothing lead to in the third, right? What, like opening night? Yeah, opening night. I think it was the Jets. It was the Jets? I think it was. I just remember that night. It was pretty funny. No, it wasn't funny. <laughs> that was the like. Uh, at least the Yankees won that game. That's about all. I, uh, I mean, I, we we didn't know they were going to win that game at the time. Oh God, no! James Paxton. What a Paxton game. was starting that night, and uh... don't remind me of this place. Don't. Remind <laughs> so anyway, so I, I think that's pretty fair. I mean, you're going to see Dallas and Tampa Bay pretty much run the, the Central Division, and. Carolina and I think Nashville will probably be three and four with the Panthers. I don't see the Blue Jackets really making a stir, but I mean, you never know. But I can just guarantee no, Detroit I... won't do anything. Watch Detroit's going to bounce back now. Let them do it to me. I don't care. <laughs> you can call me out on that all you want because I don't think that's. I'm going to keep a note of the Detroit Red, Wing, Red yeah, Wings now. That. All right. And last but not least, we've got the West. Um, yeah, they have Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, L.A., the Wild, Sharks, Blues, and Knights. This is three teams that are definite. Yeah, you have the Knights. 
You have the Blues. You have Colorado. And then it's a crapshoot. Obviously, it is. Yeah, I mean. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like. I mean, I don't think the Kings are going to do anything. The Kings can't. No, the Kings aren't no. going to do anything. The Ducks, I don't think, are going to do anything. San Jose, if Thornton plays well, could make the four seed. And a Vander Kane actually shows up. Yeah, if you have a Van- Vander Kane and Thornton playing to their best, um, San Jose is probably going to grab the four. I'm going to go Minnesota. See, the Wild are interesting because they, they're not a bad team, but there are a lot of... They're just an eh team. Yeah, there's not a lot of... There's no stars on that team. There's no big, really, names on that team that you would gonna, that would pop gonna, you. We're going to say former Devils legend Zach Parise's best friend. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I hate him, too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah. He's 36 now? Holy Jesus. Yeah, he's old. Which is God, why I'm not. Time? Good God. Um, I still think they get in there, though. They got a good defense. Really? So you're going to take... You're going to take them over the Sharks? The Sharks just don't do it for me. Really? See, I, I, that's where I disagree. Because I feel like... I feel like this might be the year where we finally see Evander King play. Because it, ah, it, it's, it's been coming. And... I mean, I'm going to say it right now. Anaheim's not going anywhere. The Kings aren't going anywhere. No, I mean, we agree on that. Coyotes... Eh. Ah, they... They lost a lot. That's what I'm saying. Their team took a lot of losses in free agency, so I don't see them being a top... I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to be bad, but I'm not going to sit yeah. here and say they're going to be a top four team in the West. However, I will say they arguably have the best jersey in the NHL. Those Cochino jerseys. No, they are... They're fire. Arguably the best jerseys. Ooh, just don't they're, they're fire. They are um, they're fire. But yeah, I feel like in all these divisions, there's at least two definites, and it's just toss-up after that. Yeah, and which is going to make for interesting hockey. It makes the regular season mean a whole lot more. It's going to be really fun to watch, especially in the East. Every game's going to be a battle. Um, oh, I'm going to cry half these games. <laughs> so you want to uh, you want you want to go hot take now? Oh God, what do you have? Who's your pick? Let, let's make early picks for the NHL final. Oh, Stan- Oh my lord! You're gonna do this already. I don't know. You know what? Let's make it even hotter. Your pick to Wait, win it all. How do the play- how are the playoffs gonna That's work? That's why I'm gonna say to win it all because I don't even know how the playoffs are gonna work. I don't know how. Would it be? I assume like what on one bracket it would be East Central, other Northwest. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't get how that works. Um, technical difficulties. Let's see if I can find it. I don't think they know yet. Oh, okay. So the league will have a traditional 16-team best-of-seven playoff format. Uh, uh-huh. The top four teams in each division will qualify for the playoffs, and they will be placed uh-huh. into divisional brackets for the first few rounds of the playoffs, number one versus number four, number two versus number three. Oh, God. It doesn't get any better, does it? But how does it figure out who goes in the Stanley Cup? Well, I think from there, I think they make a bracket of just the best – for what, geography? Why? 
Royce? I have no idea, but so, that's what I assume. So obviously, the right. first round of the playoffs is divisional, right? So this is basically who's the, all right. So we can do who comes out of the division and then who wins the cup. Yeah. So where are we starting with the North? Yeah, we got to start with the North. Uh, you know what? It's Toronto's year. Give me Toronto in the North. Wow. Give it to me. See, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say, hot through the heat. I'm gonna go with Calgary. You're into Calgary. I'm gonna take Calgary. Cal- I am high on Calgary. You are all on that hype train. I am so on the Calgary hype train. I want to. I think they can. I think oh. they're gonna do it. That that's the I mean hot take. You want a hot take? There it is. Calgary's gonna win the North. Calgary. Yep. Wow. Okay. Sure. All Calgary. Right. Now the difficult one: the East. Oh God. <laughs> Flyers. I'm biased. I'm gonna. Think it pays me to say it, but Flyers. I hate. I I hate even hearing that. I'm gonna take the Islanders specifically. Um. I mean that's not surprising. Not surprising. Um, Central, I think. It's just is it lightning again? Between the lightning and the stars to come out of here. I just think the lightning are too good. I agree. I think the lightning are going to make it out of the central. I mean, who do they really lose? They lost no one, really. No one, unless Kucherov's out for the year. They lost no one. I doubt that. But speaking of out for the year, um, Markel Fultz toward his ACL. I told you that's probably if you hold your knee, you're toward your ACL. That's how it goes. Yeah, he's out for the year. That's why. Sorry, Magic fans. <laughs> oh God. Um, the West. The West. There's three teams. Realistically, nothing. I'm gonna have to go with Vegas again because they didn't. Let's face it. There's. I still view them as the best team there. I'm gonna go with Avalanche. Wow. I'm feeling it. That's interesting. I mean, that's not a. Hot it's take. not out of the blue. It's not a hot take, but no, but it's definitely not expected. Yeah, that's not the number one. So you have Vegas, Tampa Bay. This is for you. Okay, so for me, you have Calgary, Islanders, Tampa Bay, Vegas. Don't be a homer and say that the Islanders are going to win it. I am not because I still don't think they're there. All right, good. <sighs> Who are we picking? As much as this, hurts, you're gonna pick the lightning. I, as much as it hurts me, I could oh see my. the lightning repeating this year because let's face it, they are that good. Oh my, you're actually gonna go on the lightning bandwagon. Yeah, because wow. well, because you look at the way I, the way I'm going again based on how I picked. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say Calgary's gonna win the Stanley Cup. That would be absurd. <laughs> I would call you crazy. Um, with the Islanders, they can't beat the Lightning. Uh-huh. So if it comes down to Lightning Islanders at any point, I think the Island, the Lightning are going to take that series. And like the Lightning are better than Vegas. So based on my predictions, I would say Tampa Bay makes it wins the Stanley Cup for a second year in a row. Ow. All right, so what would it be? For me, I have Colorado, Toronto, Tampa, and Philly? Yeah. I'm not going to say the Lightning because it's hard to repeat. It's really hard. <sighs> All right. Yeah, you- I'm between two and Toronto is one of those two. Wow. 
And I don't know if I want to put my name around that because I know they choke. I'm telling you right now, you put your name on the Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup, you know damn well they'll make it and get swept. All right, I'm going to go Colorado. I'm on the Nathan McKinnon. I'm on the Nathan McKinnon. Colorado uh, for the Stanley Cup. Again, to anyone listening who threw their phone, this is based on the way we picked the divisions to end up. This is not just an overall. We're not picking the best team in the NHL. We're just picking how this is going to go. I really just picked Colorado, didn't I? That feels weird. Oy. Okay, I almost picked Calgary for the Stanley Cup. How do you think I feel? You would be, you're out of your mind if you pick Calgary. I didn't. I picked Tampa Bay. As much, I'd, I mean, I'd, honestly, I'd rather pick Calgary, but I just... I can't gut, even say I that. I almost, I almost just picked Toronto. I can't even say you're out of your mind. <laughs> I almost did that. Wow. I don't want to okay. pick Tampa Bay. I'm tempted to change it to Calgary just to hop on the Calgary hype train, but I'm not that high on that. I'll tell you what. I'll give you if I'll give you Calgary and Tampa Bay. Calgary do win it. I'll give you Calgary. Calgary, I think, are going to shock a lot of people this year. I really do. That's fair. Okay. I'll give you Calgary if they win it, though. Okay. I'll say you're right. So you can write this down. You can... Log this if you want. We will probably visit this two weeks into the season. Maybe even one week, depending on if someone, I don't know, breaks their leg or something. And we'll probably be dead wrong. Oh, most definitely probably be dead wrong. And who knows? The playoff format might change. We still don't know. um, Because they, as of, according to CBS, it doesn't even say how the final four are going to work. I don't even know how. I don't even get it. But hey. Let's go Devils, though. Devils surprise the world. Shock the world. Get to the cup. So next week, we'll cover, I don't know, I guess what happens in the NBA. We'll see if Bradley Beal gets saved. Um, If there's any coaching hires in the NFL. Obviously, we have to talk about the NFL playoffs. um, Yeah. If there's any retirements. I know Larry Fitzgerald said he might retire. Um, We're not sure yet. That would be so weird. That league wouldn't feel the same. The same with Drew Brees. If Drew Brees retires, um... We have to see also, the Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal ended with sixty. In case you're wondering, sixty. Yeah. And they, how much they lose by? Five. Oh wow, they actually put it back. They scored 136. Wow. Alrighty. Wow, the 76ers almost blew it. Yeah, we can do. They won. Did the Knicks blow it? You're actually winning by five. Wow, how much time left? 342. Wow. Donovan Mitchell's been butt this game. Just saying, but whatever. Whatever. That's that's fine. If that gets us the W, that gets us the W. All right. Uh, thank you guys all for watching. Stay safe. Um, have a good night, and we'll see you all next week.